Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ever wonder why luxury hotel mattresses are so dreamy? It's because those hybrid mattresses combine both comfort and support to make you feel like you're sleeping on a cloud. With Dream Cloud, you can get a luxury mattress made with premium materials at half the price of traditional hybrid mattresses. Dream Cloud combines the perfect blend of comfy memory foam and supportive springs. Comfortable sleep is about more than just the mattress you sleep on. And that's why every Dream Cloud also comes with $399 in accessories. Plus get $200 off a 365-night home trial, free shipping and returns, and a forever warranty. Go to dreamcloudsleep.com today. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 What is up? 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Jason McIntyre here on Fox Sports Radio. Happy Easter weekend to one and all. Hope you guys, uh, you know, a lot of people get the vaccine now, able to see friends and family a little more than they had been previously. We just got more house guests. I know last week I opened the show talking about going to a comedy show uh, the previous, you know, right the night before last week's show. And now we have more people coming in town. Listen, you got to see your family, right? Easter is a big, big holiday. Maybe perhaps your kids are starting spring break. And um, that could throw a monkey wrench in your Final Four plans. This is Final Four weekend. It doesn't totally feel like it. I'll say this. MLB opening day has begun, and baseball looks and feels like sports are fully back, does it not? Because there's obviously more fans in the stands than there were previously. I know the women's Final Four, Isaac touched on it, UConn goes down. That doesn't have yet the vibe of basketball. And randomly, I went down some Final Four rabbit hole where I was looking up um, UNLV games from the when they were in their prime run, whether you know, whether or not they're better than current Gonzaga. And, like, the fans at the games in college basketball in the early 90s was incredible. Oh, my gosh. It was a UNLV-Arkansas game. We'll talk about it later. Todd Day versus Larry Johnson. And, like, you know, Arkansas was jumping back then. But uh, big news on the basketball front. Obviously, the Lakers announced they will have some fans beginning April 15th. I'm friends with a couple Lakers season ticket holders. Instantly. Instantly, they are very, very excited about it. Everybody wants to get in the games as soon as possible. And sports are opening back. I mean, remember, a year ago this time, we were on total lockdown. I don't even know if I did the radio show in the immediate weeks after everything locked down in March. But uh, finally, getting back to a sense of normalcy. I will say this. It was a phenomenal week for weather out here in Los Angeles. Just, I mean, it was awesome. The Sweet 16 was the middle of the week. I do need to brag a minute. Allow me to injure my shoulder, patting myself on the back. Fox Sports um, has me picking every game against the spread in the NCAA tournament. Which is crazy because, you know, the old Warren Buffett line, you have no edge if you try to evaluate every horse. You only have an edge if you pick your spots. Well, Fox is like, okay, Jason, you know, you think you're hot stuff at gambling. So I pick in every game, 34-25 and against the spread, 57.6%. That is profitable. So I and listen, I'm I'm a March Madness guy. I have downshifted in the amount of college basketball I consume, given how big the NFL is, you know, given that I have now have kids in sports and I'm coaching them and all that fun stuff. So we'll talk a lot about the final four. I did want to start the show. And yes, we are gonna talk a little NFL. I don't know if you guys saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just announced they're returning all twenty-two starters from their Super Bowl winning team. I don't know if that's ever been done. I was trying to research that last night. It is unclear if that's been done. All 22 Tampa Bay Bucks starters are back, okay? Tom Brady will get all the credit for that because of the way he structured his deal. And, yes, we will talk about the Major League Baseball All-Star game getting pulled out of Georgia. Obviously, it's a political issue. Damn it, politics are back in sports. Damn it to hell. We'll get to that. I do want to say, I I think last year about this time, I had talked about a book when there was a lot of uncertainty. A lot of people were just, we didn't know what the future was going to hold. I recommended a book that got me through tough times, The Millionaire Next Door. Like an idiot, I came on the show, which is on so many affiliates. I don't even know how what the total number is. And I said, oh, yeah, if anybody hasn't bought this book or read it, 
Just mention it to me. Hit me on the Instagram DMs, and I will order it for you. And I didn't think that many people would want the book. I ended up having to shell out a lot of money and mail it. I'm not going to do that now, but I am going to recommend another book I just started reading. It's called The Inner Game of Tennis. And it's obviously not a tennis book. It was basically, it came out in the 70s, and it's one of these books that was like self-help before self-help. And a lot of it has to do with essentially battle. You know how body and mind are kind of connected? And in sports, we hear a lot about, oh, this guy's in his head. Chuck Knobloch has the yips. He's in his head. He can't throw from second base to first. John Starks is in his head in game seven for the Knicks, like two for 21 or whatever the day he was against the Rockets in, in that memorable loss. And the inner game of tennis kind of helps you control that voice in your head that's talking to you as you're taking the math test, as you're getting ready to make the presentation, as you are getting ready to shoot a jumper and pick up basketball. And this happens to me all the time. I run very hot where I'm just fearless and shooting everything. And then I run cold and I'm like, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to make a turnover, you know, and, and you just start overthinking everything. And so many athletes have talked about this book. Steve Kerr was giving it to Warriors players. A lot of uh, Pete Carroll's guys at USC, from Reggie Bush to Liner to Seattle Seahawks in the NFL, they've all talked about it, the inner game of tennis. So I started reading it. Folks, it's good. And just by chance, I played tennis yesterday. And it was a guy who I've played before. And the first time we played, he beat me, I think, 6-1. And then I won the next set, like, 4-1. And then the hour ran out and someone else had the court. Or maybe it was 5-1 in the second set. I beat him 6-0 in the first set. And, and I don't want to give it all to the inner game of tennis because, as I said, this applies to lots of things in life. I highly recommend the book. I was just on fire. I was slowing down and thinking less and just focusing more. And it helped me lock in. And I want to apply it to the final four just briefly. When you look at the way Gonzaga plays basketball, they look like they've read this book. There is absolutely no overthinking, nerves. And this is an undefeated team. Now, let's see what happens when the lights are bright today in the Final Four. Undefeated, attempting to do something that no team has done since 1976, the Indiana Hoosiers. We've seen Kentucky get close. They lost in the Final Four. We saw Wichita State have a run. We saw St. Joe's, Jameer Nelson, and Delonte West. You guys remember that team? It's almost impossible. Almost impossible to go undefeated. And I had a guy from the 2006 UCLA team, Ryan Hollins, on my Straight Fire podcast. And they actually beat a really good Gonzaga team led by Aaron Morrison. I'm sure you guys remember the meltdown at the end. Gonzaga lost a nine-point lead in like the final 90 seconds. Adam Morrison was left crying <laughs> um, at the end of that game. Just an unbelievable game. And Ryan Holland said something to me that I was kind of stunned by. He's like, oh, well, you know, going undefeated, not that huge of a deal for Gonzaga. They're a mid-major. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Gonzaga's a mid-major? And, you know, I don't know how many of you guys have listened to it, but I pushed back. I was like, hold up, time out, time out. Let's start, let's not try to diminish Gonzaga before they go undefeated. This is a team that played Kansas and won. This is a team that played Auburn and won. They played West Virginia and won. They played Iowa and won early. They played Virginia. They took down USC in the tournament. They took down Oklahoma. Like, these are, this is not some mid-major Gonzaga program. 
they've been a real deal for 20 years. Then, and I don't know how heavy into college basketball you guys are, but the whole Blue Bloods debate, which, again, we were a little bit early on this. Roy Williams retires yesterday. Obviously, the Blue Bloods are at a crossroads. Michigan State had a rough year. North Carolina, Duke didn't even make the tournament. Kentucky missed the tournament. And so, and Ryan Holland starts to tell me, well, they're, they're, they're a mid-major, Gonzaga. Other people are telling me Gonzaga's now a blue blood because they've, they're so good now. And it's, I don't think we accurately know what to think of Gonzaga because, truth be told, the Final Fours this weekend, I've heard more about the UConn women's team going down in the last 24 hours, Major League Baseball opening weekend, Deshaun Watson, yes, there is a small development. It's a tiny one. We're looking for anything we can to talk NFL. Tiny development in Deshaun Watson. And NFL draft is coming up. A lot of idiotic stuff floating out there about Justin Fields. We'll address that later. But I I just, I look at this Gonzaga team, I'm like, people aren't giving them the respect and due. They're undefeated, people. More chatter about UCLA. What a run they've had to get to the Final Four. No teams east of the Mississippi in the Final Four. First time ever, I think, since since they expanded the tournament. That's never happened. People are bending over backwards to talk about anything except Gonzaga. And I, I don't know, Gavin, I was wondering why that was. I almost think part of it is like Gonzaga, if you asked 50 people, where's Gonzaga University on a map? They couldn't point out Spokane. They don't know where it is. And there isn't just, there isn't that juice for Gonzaga in the Final Four. It was like VCU. What? It's like, let's talk about UCLA. People know them. The Battle of Texas, Baylor and Houston. Eh, Not a ton of interest there. Neither of those guys have been to the Final Four. Jeez, I guess the last 30 years. Now, the one question I have for the games today, they tip off at, I guess, 515 which is odd because it's 2.15 on the Pacific uh, on the Pacific time zone. A 2.15 afternoon Final Four tip. I, I don't know if that's normal because we didn't have the Final Four last year. I barely remember it two years ago. And it's like, how many fans are going to be in the stands? Is that going to impact Gonzaga? Now, I already bet both games. Um, I, I, I can't imagine a scenario where UCLA pulls this upset. By the way, it is official. It would be the biggest upset by point spread in Final Four history. There has never been a bigger spread of 14 in the Final Four as far back as the records go. I personally don't give UCLA much of a chance. This would be way bigger than when Wisconsin took down the Carl Anthony Towns Kentucky team. Uh, Wisconsin with Kaminsky and Decker. But I- I'm geeked for the Final Four. The NBA's kind of taken a backseat here lately, and frankly, that's a good thing. I don't know if you guys have checked. But it feels like everybody of consequence is hurt in the NBA right now. Where, Zion Jason, hasn't played. Yeah. Where would you rank this tournament uh, compared to years past? Like, do you think because we've had a lack of buzzer beater crazy endings that it's not been as pleasurable of a of a tournament, or do you think the, you know, I think people are just happy to have the tournament after oh, yeah. last year. Without you know, it's doubt. like I don't think they've given a lot of thought. I was I hadn't thought about it until you said how buzzer beaters. Is the only one that Alabama game Alabama. went to overtime? Yeah. That's the only buzzer beater. That's the only one, and it wasn't a game winner. So, And they ended up losing. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I, I was thinking about that this week. Has it been a great tournament? I, I haven't even looked at the ratings. How are they? 
I don't know. Um, yeah, again, not you're, sure if you're that. not looking at the ratings, no buzzer beaters, no blue bloods, I'm going to guess it has not been an amazing tournament. I personally have been excited. Um, I had to miss a couple. Uh, well, I watched them on my phone kind of on the beach last weekend. We celebrated my son's birthday. And, like, you know, it's tough to do a birthday in the middle of March Madness. Fortunately, you know, they pushed the games back Sunday, so I missed uh, the Creighton-Gonzaga. I watched a little on my phone. That was over quickly. And um, FSU-Michigan was a total garbage game, and FSU let me down. So, yeah, I mean, the, the Sweet 16 games were terrible. I guess for me, it's been mostly a gambling tournament because I have, I'm not to brag, but I guess there were 10 days so far of the tournament. Eight of the days have been winning for me. Two days were bad, like really bad, um, but the other days were prop, prop positive for me. So it's been more of a gambling tournament than I think like a memorable, oh my gosh, you know, look at that upset. Like Ohio State goes down. That was good. Illinois goes down. That was not good because Loyola then left and Oregon State was ugh. So I guess it's not uh, like one of the best tournaments I, ever. I think it'll be remembered as not a lot of blue bloods, as you talked about, and then the rise of the Pac-12 this year. Rise of the Pac-12. What about all the games being in Indiana? Like, you couldn't really tell that was the case, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the viewing experience has been a little different because you don't have the crazy amount of fans. You don't yeah. have that fan interaction. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited for the Final Four, but there's a lot of other really interesting sports topics. Um, to, to touch on, obviously, the Bucks with a monster win last night. Uh, we have a guest coming up at the bottom of the hour. John Morosi covers MLB. I don't know. Uh, Gavin, I'm a little nervous about this Georgia All-Star Game topic. Have you read a lot on it? I don't. I think there's more people that have an opinion on it but have no idea what they're talking about. Right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I, I would assume I, I that's the case. Yeah. yeah. So, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, the, the, obviously the voting stuff that went down in Georgia has really touched off a firestorm. MLB, I don't know. Uh, there aren't a lot of breakdowns of the bill. Like, I mean, come on. Who's going to read, what, the 96 pages? You read the Cliff Notes version. The New York Times put one out, but everybody's going to say that one's slanted. So you've got to do your homework and figure out, is it a big deal? Major League Baseball, did they do their homework? I don't know. The Braves are ticked off. Some fans are ticked off. Is it, Are people going to watch less baseball because of this? Or is this going to be like, oh, I'm not going to watch the NBA, but... Are you going to watch LeBron? Obviously, you're going to watch LeBron. Um, but everything's getting politicized. And I kind of hate that. But other people seem to be excited by it. We'll talk about all that next here. Big show today, Fox Sports Radio. Jason McIntyre, keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Little Bengals action. Chris loves the Bengals. I feel like I've remembered him playing the Bengals several times. Um, MLB guest coming up in about seven minutes. We'll touch on the Quagmire 
Wait, is it a quagmire? Is it a morass? I don't know. There's a lot of different words that could describe the. I don't know that word, Jason. Morass. Do we have to dump that? I don't know. No, no, we don't need to dump that. It's a clean word in the dictionary. It's it's a bit of a mess there with Major League Baseball, but you know we've we did have one NCAA tournament game boosted for COVID. We had one MLB series boosted for COVID. And, you know, I, I we had some NBA games earlier in the season. Now it seems to be like the NBA is rolling. We'll see what happens in the postseason. Uh, but let's quickly touch on Deshaun Watson, obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And finally, finally, one of his 21 civil lawsuits against him, civil, not criminal, remember, one of them has said, I am going to uh, file criminal charges with the Houston Police Department. So finally, we have someone stepping up saying this is criminal behavior on Deshaun Watson. And Watson's lawyer is very excited about this, saying, finally, goodness, we've been waiting for this forever. Now we can investigate it like you do, like you're supposed to do, instead of this, hey, let's just hang Deshaun Watson out to dry with a bunch of allegations and no names. and um. It seems like Watson's lawyer is excited. He's happy to have Deshaun Watson talk to police. And, you know, there's a, obviously a lot of opinion on this. We're going to have a lawyer drop by the show later on to help us assess it. I guess, Gavin, what I would think was, you know, the Deshaun Watson trade stuff is obviously hit the skids. There's no chance of it happening right now. We don't know. He could be suspended. Could be suspended for the whole year. Could be suspended for a week, a month. We don't know. We have no idea. I think the precedent was set with Zeke, and look, if you look at the allegations, they're way more serious than what Zeke uh, initially got suspended for, which was taking the top off that girl, and there was video of that, but he was suspended six games, and so you look at the Deshaun thing, and this could be, I mean, he might not play at all next year. I think that's a safe assumption. That's on the table. Uh, Yeah, yeah, the the Zeke stuff was... Listen, I'm not going to relitigate some Zeke stuff from, what, four, three, four years ago. I was on the side of, this is not good that they're suspending him. There was little to no evidence. There was, a, if memory serves, and I probably shouldn't just do this off memory, there was a, a woman at the center of the NFL who was making the decision on whether or not Zeke should be suspended. She said, no, Zeke should not be suspended. And then Roger Goodell overruled and said, yeah, we're doing it anyway. I I am very curious to see how this shakes out with Watson. It's still early in the process. But, Kevin, this impacts the draft for Houston. This impacts whether or not Carolina, do they draft a quarterback because they can't trade for Watson? This is not going to get sorted out in the next 30 days. There's just zero chance of that. I mean, it's safe to assume the Niners trade doesn't happen without the Deshaun allegations, right? Yes. My, my my early read was, you know, the Dolphins wanted Watson badly. They were recruiting him, the, um, you know, behind the scenes. There was that uh, that big fight in uh, Miami. Watson was there uh, all weekend hanging out with Dol- a, a certain Dolphins player. I mean, listen, the reality is everybody wants this great quarterback, and now the reality is nobody's touching him because these allegations are out there. And... um I don't know. I, I I prefer much prefer talking about stuff that there is certainty on, you know, the NFL draft as opposed to a lot of speculation and hearsay. We just don't know. It's okay to say I don't know what the hell's going on with Watson. 
I think we do know that this is one of the crazier storylines in NFL history. I mean, to, it was already insane when it was, he doesn't want to play for this organization. What do they do? How do they move a guy? That kind of thing. Yeah. And the, then for this all to come out. I mean, for, you know, Gavin touches on a good point. The idea that Deshaun Watson was a choir boy, never got in trouble, nothing at Clemson, his first few years in the league. As soon as he says he wants out of Houston, Within what, uh, two months, three months? Oh, I, uh, 21 women come forward and say this happened. And everything I, I've heard about Deshaun from executives talking about him is his, his character has never been in question, right. and including Dabo Sweeney talking about and him. And now, all of a sudden, after he says, I want out, everything's in question. I don't know. I, Crazy stuff. All right, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, we're going to go into Major League Baseball opening week. Gavin, are you betting any MLB right now? I think betting baseball is a desperate move, and I'm not there yet. 100% no. with you. I'm not betting on any Major League Baseball first week. Hell, I refuse to bet on the NBA regular season right now. I'm still holding off. There's so many guys injured. It almost feels like guys are doing that, hey, I need to rest up for the playoffs. I want If I'm, if I'm going to miss any games in, in the NBA, it's going to be – in April, when the schedule is brutal, back-to-backs, four games in a week, uh, they got to cram in a lot of games here. So a lot of NBA guys sitting out, it's not smart to bet on NBA now. Just as I would not be betting on Major League Baseball. I have no idea. Bet futures, that's that's all I can say. And I'm yeah, doing who, the same with NBA. Any Just, futures for you in Major League Baseball? Yeah, I have the Padres winning the NL West because you can get really good value there. Mm. And look, it's it's going to be a tight race that between them and the Dodgers. So... Uh, we'll see. Um, and then I have some ML, uh, MVP futures for Mike Trout because there's a lot more talent now than there was in the years past. So you can get great value yeah. on Mike Trout. It's funny. Somebody mentioned to me like, hey, did you see Mike Trout, the face of baseball, has the 10th best selling jersey in Major League Baseball? And I was like, well, Trout hasn't changed teams. He's worn the same jersey for what, five, six, seven years? He's been in the league a while. There's nothing new there. Well, thank you, Jason. I am an Angels fan. Yeah, I, I mean, have two Mike Trout jerseys, and I bought them seven years yeah, ago. Yeah, well, there's no incentive. All this NBA stuff is because guys keep changing teams and changing numbers. Like, yeah, Kevin Durant's going to have massive jersey sales. He just got to the Nets. He didn't play last year. Zion's in year two. Luka's in year, I think, three. LeBron, new team. Like, come on. Of course NBA jersey sales are going to be massive. Mike Trout's not. Who's buying his jersey? He hasn't been in the playoffs in, what, four years? Oh, my God. He has, he's been one time, and I think it was 2014. Ah, seven the, years. The other thing is that um, NBA, well, I guess you're talking about MLB. Among MLB jerseys, Trout is the 10th. Because yes. I was going to say NBA jerseys are way more popular. Right, yeah. But, uh, I, I personally yeah. don't own any baseball jerseys. Yeah, they're, they're not as cool looking. Yeah, you That's don't, the truth. Yeah, the, the sleeveless NBA, you can rock. I wore a sleeveless. I wore a jersey to go to the grocery store to pick up some eggs and, and milk and whatever. But I'm not gonna put on like a baseball jersey. That's like a, <laughs> a, a like a sh- like a big shirt. And like, I don't know. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, I-, I tried by the way to find Space Jam, and you can't find it for free on cable, Amazon, Netflix, Disney. They want you to pay to watch Space Jam. I'm like. It's on HBO Max if you have that. I have HBO Max. It's, yes. Check. Yeah, check that out. Thank you. Oh, Gavin. Lifesaver. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Isaac. Coming up next. Uh, right, right now, joining the show, 
John Paul Morosi, Fox Sports MLB Network reporter. How you doing this morning, JP? Jason, I, I am outstanding, and actually, my kids have wanted to watch Space Jam in the last year. We've watched it multiple times. That original Space Jam has stood the test of time, mm. my friend. It is as great today as it was when it first came out. Yeah, we tried to show the kids Godzilla vs. King Kong. My daughter was just like, no thank you. My son <laughs> loved it. He loved it. So, have you seen it, by the way, Godzilla King Kong? I have not. I, I have not seen that one. I, yeah. I, I can't say that I have, Jason. just came out on Wednesday. My son loved it so much, he watched the good fight scenes the next, or two days later, because it was wow. that good. It's not, I mean, the fight scenes are good. The rest of the movie's pretty bad. Uh, anyways, let's talk baseball, JP. I mean, listen, I, I don't know if you want to just start with opening week overall, or you want to just get to the All-Star game and get that out of the way first. I'll let you, because you're the guest. You're the man. Well, I, I appreciate the question. Certainly yesterday was, was huge news with the All-Star game. It's, it's a natural place to start. It's a, it's a big conversation topic around the sport. I think Evan Drellick of The Athletic put it very well that a couple things. Number one, no matter what decision Rob Manfred made, it was going to be viewed through the prism of politics. It was going to have a political dynamic to it. And so to say that yesterday was in some way injecting baseball into politics, I think is, is a little disingenuous because it was going to be there no matter what. Either the game happened there and that was a statement or it didn't happen there and that was a statement. So I think that's number one. And I think Evan also pointed out that there are some real-world uh, ramifications in the realm of sponsorships and would players boycott it. So there was going to be, even if the game stayed in Atlanta, a lot of conversation around it that would generate some sensitive headlines, to say the very least, and, and some very important conversation along those lines, too. So I think in the end, Jason, I really believe the commissioner made the right decision for the game, uh, for the sport. It was, I think, the right call on many levels. And obviously the Braves released a statement they are disappointed, to say the very least, about it. Uh, so you have a, an organization standing in opposition to the commissioner's decision, which is a very rare circumstance in baseball, which has always been sort of a fall-in-line kind of a sport, and so I think that in and of itself is an interesting storyline as well, but um, a lot of conversation around it. Ultimately, I believe the commissioner made the right call. Yeah, now, if, uh, if memory serves, the NBA pulled an all-star game out of North Carolina over some transgender law a few years back. That was one where Adam Silver had his say. Was this just Rob Manfred saying, I'm doing this, or did he consult all the owners and take a, a straw poll vote? How did Manfred come about this decision? Well, again, according to Evan's reporting on this, it's very interesting that basically there were some people within the game who were surprised by this announcement yesterday, who had not been consulted, that the executive council was very involved, which is a select group of eight owners, that they were, they were very involved in that decision process, but that broadly speaking, this was not a, um, a situation where the full body of all teams were consulted, where the union was intimately consulted. This was a Rob Manfred decision. He consulted various people. He spoke with Curtis Granderson, who leads the, the Players Alliance, which has become a very influential uh, body within the sport to advocate for, um, for social change and positive um, social awareness in the sport since last summer. And so he spoke with Curtis Granderson. He really involved, I think, a lot of conversations with multiple constituencies. And I thought it was also very interesting that in, in those who really know Henry Aaron well, 
say that the late great Henry Aaron would have approved the commissioner's uh, decision to pull the game out of Atlanta, his town, because of the reasons for it. So I think it's a very uh, poignant uh, situation uh, on many levels, but that Rob Manfred made this decision largely, uh, yes, he consulted others, but this was a Rob Manfred decision. And I really think this is far down the list of um, of ramifications here and why this was the important decision to make. But there's no question, Jason, in my mind, that the union's going to remember this. This was something where uh, Executive Director Tony Clark had said days ago that the union, the players themselves, had real concerns about having the game in Atlanta, and the commissioner taking the game out of Atlanta I think it's a real positive step toward the overall relationship between MLB and the union. This obviously does not, this does not supersede elements that are going to be part of the bargaining process in months ahead, but this was a real statement. This was not just a press release. This was a, 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 very, a very weighty decision that I think fundamentally reframes a lot of the ways that baseball, MLB, is viewed by the players and the players' union itself. Interesting. Now, uh, we're talking with J.P. Morosi, Fox Sports, and MLB Network. All right, uh, so, you know, I guess the big question is, cancel culture is now run amok. You have Trump releasing a statement basically saying, hey, let's cancel baseball. Nobody watch baseball. Uh, This is where we are. If you go against the grain or do something, a lot of people want to cancel you. Do you think that this will have an impact on Major League Baseball at large? Will we see an attendance dip? Will we see a ratings dip? I, I, I don't know how we would quantify that or how long we would have to wait, uh, given last year in baseball, but do you see this impacting the sport in the short term? Well, it's a fair question, and here's what I think. If you're a Braves fan and you're upset about the decision, I, I I think it's interesting and noteworthy that the Braves themselves released a statement in opposition to the decision. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you not support your own team, which, which obviously did not want this decision? I would actually think in some ways you, you might be more inclined to support your team and say, hey, I'm standing by my club, uh, which, which disagrees with this decision, if, again, this was your, this was your disposition in the overall conversation. It's a very personal choice. It's a very, uh, I understand the delicate nature of the issue, but I also feel that if you're a baseball fan, you still love your team. If you're, a, if you're a Colorado Rockies fan, if you're a Texas Rangers fan, if you're a Detroit Tigers fan, and, and you don't like this decision by the commissioner, I, I'm not sure if you're going to really have this enter into your calculus when it's, when it's time to decide, do I want to watch my team, yeah. which plays 2,000 miles away? I, I, I tend to think that if you love the game, if you love your team, you'll stand by your team, whoever that team happens to be. Um, on the national level, does this change the way the sport's perceived? We, we saw very strong statements from people like Magic Johnson, LeBron James, Derek Jeter, uh, luminaries in American sports supporting MLB's move here. So does that win you fans in, in, in other constituencies? Perhaps. It, it's, Jason, it's a, real, it's a very fair question, and one of the interesting parts about this conversation is we don't know once the, the gates are fully open, once we see uh, fewer restrictions on, on capacity for attendance, are there people who stay home because of the virus concerns? Are there people who stay home because they've just 
had their thoughts and 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 minds on Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And other topics in the last year and aren't quite ready to go back to baseball. There's a lot of different reasons why people might not go to games, and uh, this might be another one. But I, I just think it's going to be a, a, there's a lot of factors here that are wrapped into the larger conversation around who is going to go back to American sporting events once there are no attendance restrictions. And, and I think that it might be difficult to separate this particular reaction from a lot of other reactions that are happening around the sport right now. And real quick to wrap up, John Paul, um, you know, I, I look at the COVID cancellation of, of the Met series, you know, this political issue. I, I don't want to say it marred opening week, but it, it certainly has taken a little bit away from the games, just a little bit, which is an ideal. But again, people are just happy to have baseball. The stands are open. People are going to games. Um What's your guess right now as to where this heads for the All-Star Game? Are we headed toward California for the All-Star Game, San Diego? How are they going to decide it? It's a great question. Uh, it, it, was, it was mentioned, uh, again, in the athletics reporting that perhaps uh, Colorado could be one of the leading candidates. Uh, it would seem to me that you would have to pick a place 
that either has infrastructure already in place or was preparing for big events, maybe something like the World Baseball Classic, mm-hmm. other things that were around that was already in line in queue, so to speak, for a, yeah. for a big event. So who knows where that ends up being. The Dodgers, of course, notably are, are expected to host in 2022. So I would say Dodger Stadium is going to stay where it is in its, in its current lineup. But it, this is obviously not ideal to plan an all-star game in three months. It's going to be express to get this thing ready in that narrow amount of time. But I think certainly people can do it. It's going to be a different feeling event in general because of uh, uh, COVID times. And I think you raise a very fair point about the fact that the, the, with the Nationals and their situation, there, there are some concerns away from the field of play that have maybe overshadowed the games on the field. But I think one thing that we've realized in the last year, Jason, is that it's really hard to separate sports from other aspects of American society, whatever we're going through, whether it's positive or negative. And I think that that's uh, certainly a reminder that we've all had here the last 48 hours or so. All right. Thank you, uh, John Paul Morosi, Fox Sports, MLB Network. Uh, have a good one, John. And uh, we'll obviously be following all this closely. Thank you. You bet. Stay in touch. Anytime you want to talk baseball, Jason, look forward to catching up during the course of the season. All right. Great stuff. Uh, he's as plugged in as anybody. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Is that, the, is that the Top Gun theme song? So funny. Yesterday felt like Tom Cruise Day on cable. Vanilla Sky came on, followed by Cocktail. Two awesome movies. I just want to say, and this is super-duper random, if you asked me, Jason, what are like three of the best movies, the first 45 minutes that were just engrossing and amazing? The three that come to mind for me, Vanilla Sky's first 45 minutes are amazing. Awesome. I will always watch it if it's on cable and I happen to see it. Wedding Crashers, for sure. I mean, <laughs> Wedding Crashers is amazing. Just the 45 minute, first 45 minutes. And the last one, I'm going to give the edge to super bad, which I still think holds up. Not a lot of these like early 2000 comedies do super bad for my money is incredible. I just always laugh at that. You know, I'm getting to the point where my kids can like text me now. They don't have phones, but they are on their iPad. So if I'm here at the studio or wherever, they can text me from their iPad and you know, they're growing up, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to show them super bad. But it's like, I mean, a lot of obscene language that's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just not there. Yet. Anyways, um, let's quickly do some more college basketball before we get back to Major League Baseball. And we have an interesting guest coming up in 10 minutes. If you listen to my podcast, Straight Fire, I've had this guy on. His name on social media is Cuffs the Legend. He is famously friendly friendly with LeBron. He knows Kevin Durant. Um, They both like are in his Instagram comments. Uh, He's connected. He's a North Carolina guy and he's going to come on. Talk a little talk about the NBA here in 10 minutes, just for fun. Um, He does have some good insights and he's always ahead of stories. I will say that much, but I want to quickly touch on this North Carolina thing. So Roy Williams decides I'm 70. I'm out. I don't like the direction college basketball is headed, which is interesting. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, this is one of the best jobs in America. Who's going to get it? And I'm like, okay, well, what about the guy from Loyola, Porter Moser? I mean, just took Loyola to amazing heights. He took him to a Final Four a few years ago. And all these people online are like, no way. He's got no shot. I'm like, wow. 
And somebody smart pointed out, well, some of these guys who excel at the small, smaller schools, a.k.a. Shaka Smart at VCU, they're great with overachieving. And I think Brad Stevens almost falls into this bucket from his Butler days. But when you get them the major stars at a big spotlight school, they can't do it. Shaka Smart did not win one game at Texas during his tenure. Now, they won like the big, uh, one NCAA tournament game, I should say. Um, they won the big 12 tournament. whoop de damn do What are you doing in March? And he didn't do anything. So he downshifts this week and goes over to Marquette. I think that's a great spot for him. But phenomenal spot. He'll, he'll do great. And now North Carolina, the names I'm hearing are like, oh, we're going to go to keep it in the family. Hubert Davis. Famously, Hubert Davis went to my high school. I was not even at the school yet. Um, he's a little older. Uh, NBA player. He was on TV talking about college basketball. Now he's been at UNC forever. And it's like, okay, you can keep it in the family or go outside. And then you look at Indiana this week. So they get rid of Archie Miller. And it's like, oh, are they going to go after Porter Moser? Are they, who are they going to get? And what do they do? They hire Mike Woodson. Keeping it in the family's not the greatest move. Lakers fans out here know what I'm talking about. This whole like, oh, we got to keep, keep Lakers in the mix. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 10 Ks had a no-hitter going through six innings in his Dodgers debut. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. Hey, what is up, everybody? It's me, Jason McIntyre, Hour 2 here on Fox Sports Radio. Beautiful morning out here in Los Angeles. We have a phenomenal guest coming up. You guys may or may not know him. I have to start this hour with some pretty crappy news that TM, uh, TMZ just dropped. The legendary, yes, he is a legend, rapper uh, DMX. He overdosed last night, and he's in, quote, grave condition, according to TMZ. That is just terrible news. DMX, obviously, one of my favorite rappers of the last generation. Maybe not top five, but he's top ten for sure. Iowa Sam, we may need to go into uh, DMX bumper music for the rest of the show in honor of the GOAT. Uh, He's not the GOAT, but I like just throwing around the GOAT. All right, our next guest, he's turning into something of an NBA GOAT. You may know him from his handle on... Twitter and IG as Cuffs the Legend. His name is Brandon. I had him on my Straight Fire podcast, I don't know, a few months ago because I just found him interesting. Naturally, he's totally blown up and now people are in the sports media checking his mentions every day to see what KD has to say and LeBron. Brandon, how you doing this morning, man? Man, I'm good. Beautiful afternoon, man. How you doing, Jay? Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're you're on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. North, North Carolina. Carolina. Hey, I got to start with a guy who you know pretty well. Uh, you know, I've seen him in your comments, and uh, he is Mr. Internet. Kevin Durant um, got in a bit of a, I don't know, kerfuffle, if you will, with Michael Rappaport. Um, I'm just curious, like, what do you view this as? Uh, for me, I was like, oh, that's not a great look for KD, but I understand why he's ticked off. But how do you kind of view that, um, and what do you think people out there are saying about him in the NBA? Oh, uh, man, Kevin Durant is... Uh... Kevin Durant is one of the most polarizing figures, not just in the NBA, man, but just in sports. Like, I actually – I have conversations with KD quite often, man. We, we've we grown to have a pretty cool uh, and you, a, a cool and unique type of friendship, man. Um, 
I just think he's very he's a very cerebral guy. Like he loves basketball, so a lot of people don't understand his emotion sometimes. But um, at at the core of his heart, man, it's all coming from a good place, man. Um, like Kev, Kevin is Kevin is a fascinating figure, man. Like he, I think I think he's given the world a different a different vantage point of, of NBA players as far as yeah. Their their day to day life like these guys are not robots, man. Like <laughs> I, we see we see them play basketball, we we admire their skill set and their talent, but at the same time, they're normal guys, they're regular guys. I know it's hard for people to understand that. I mean, some guys are arrogant, some guys are uh, you would say uh, like divas, but <laughs> Kevin Durant is the is the polar opposite of that, man. He's a real genuine guy. Um, and like I said, we get into little spats here and there, but it's it's all for the love of the game, man. Yeah. So the little situation that happened with him and Michael Rappaport was actually funny to me <laughs> um, because the fact that, you, you know, guys have conversations behind closed doors or in the DMs all the time, but for somebody to try to make that, to put that on front street to try to quote-unquote expose an NBA player like that, I think it was a clown move on yeah. Michael Rappaport's behalf, yeah. really. I'm not a huge fan of Rappaport. I, I, I want to say it feels cuffs like LeBron and Durant are changing the narrative about athletes. Usually they're supposed to be buttoned up, corporate. Michael Jordan doesn't want to comment on shoes because Republicans wear shoes. And, you know, KD's breaking that mold. He's saying, wait a sec, how can people come in my mentions and drop F-bombs on me every hour of every day, but I can't fire back? That doesn't feel fair. We should be able to say what we want without repercussions. And... I, I I can understand where he's coming from, but Cuffs, do you think that long term is a smart move for Kevin Durant, a guy who's you know probably worth I don't know five hundred million dollars? Uh, I mean, you got to look at it from a corporate standpoint. I get that standpoint where you got certain brands behind you, you got certain corporations, you got certain businesses, so you don't want to offend your uh, like JD said your your political connects. You don't want to offend certain people, but I think the world is changing, Jason. Like the, the corporate America is changing. Um, I seen Steve Stout uh, mention this on um, a recent interview. I think it was on the Breakfast Club or might have been Joe Budden podcast. But he was saying, like, uh, companies are not canceling players anymore. Like, back in the day, you know, where Rick Ross or certain guys say certain remarks on the song, you know, Reebok might drop you or this company mm-hmm. might drop you immediately. But I think people are, are realizing that, you know, people got different views now. And these athletes are more vocal than they've ever been. And Kevin Durant and LeBron James are two two guys in the forefront of that, and um, I I think it's very refreshing to see guys uh, you know get into it with other celebrities or even sometimes clapping back at fans because you got to realize these guys' comments are full of negativity yes. twenty four hours a day, so it takes a lot of mental fortitude for you to sit back and just read negative things about you or see negative things about you. Like every time you pick up your phone, somebody's saying something about you. <laughs> yeah. So the one time you say something back, it's like, oh, man, Kevin Durant's a jerk. Like, no, nah, Kevin Durant is a human being. Yeah. LeBron James is a human being. So yeah. I, re- I, I actually like – I'm fascinated by that aspect of, of it, where guys are able to speak and and it's, and it's yeah. still like they're, they're, they're not going to be held – you know, in a, in a certain regard for speaking up. That I'm a hundred percent with you. You can't, there's, you can't walk down the street and nobody's just dropping F-bombs on you every second. That's what it's like on social media. And I'm, yeah. I get a small taste of it as, and I'm just a sports media guy. LeBron's got hundreds of millions of followers across 
all platforms. Like, he, he doesn't need that crap. Let me just ask you this. Where are you currently on the state of the Lakers? LeBron is hurt. AD is hurt. They had a big win last night over the Kings. But this is a team now that feels a little vulnerable. Denver got significantly better. Phoenix is, you know, nobody's paying attention. Phoenix is just dusting people. Uh, I still think the Clippers are frauds. Jazz are pretty good. Do you still think the Lakers are the team to beat in the West Cuffs? Yes, I think once I think once we see the, the cohesive unit together, you know, once AD comes back healthy, once LeBron comes back healthy soon, uh, Andre Drummond he had a little toenail issue, but he's going to be fine. I think once the whole world gets a chance to see the whole unit together, we're going to understand that the Lakers are the most complete team in the NBA because you got guys like Schroeder, Kyle Kuzma, those guys have been playing great in the absence of AD and LeBron. But now when you put it all back together and everybody come to the table together, I think guys are going to, they're going to mess. They're going to mess. And I think, um, I think, I think all of this is just filler for the championship DVD. Jason. So (laughs) This is all just, you know how you watch, you know how you watch certain parts of a movie or, 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 or like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, for example. You saw how tumultuous their season was in the middle part of the season yeah. where they were like 7-5 and five and everybody was saying, oh, no, Brady's washed or Brady's done. He should have stayed in New England. And then they hit that little stretch, and the next thing you know, they're holding up the Lombardi Trophy. So <laughs> I, I just see – I just I just want the fans and everybody just watching the game just to, just to relax. And like I said, it's a marathon. The NBA season is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah, now I, I do want to bring this up. Uh, again, we're talking with Cuffs the Legend. That's his handle on social media. Cuffs, I, I will say, you put out some stuff that I feel like is coded. You know, you put out like a hint, and we have to kind of decode your Easter eggs. And I'm not trying to gas you up here, but I did see something you wrote over All-Star Weekend about Curry and LeBron. And I was like, huh. Because everybody knows you are friendly with LeBron. And some people think anything you say on social media comes from LeBron. You put out something about Curry and LeBron joining forces. And I guess like two weeks later, you hear other media members talking about it. Oh, well, LeBron's recruiting Curry. And I just want to say, when what are we supposed to make of this stuff? Be honest, man. You can come clean. Is there any well, chance Curry ends up on the Lakers? It feels like no shot. I mean, we could never say never. Yeah. We learned we learned that watching the Goonies movie when we were kids, <laughs> never say die. So you gotta like I look at it this way, man. Uh, a lot of the things I say, I, I say most of the things I say, it's me. Like it's it's, it's not coming from LeBron or uh, or somebody else. Like these are my basketball opinions that I when I sit back and watch the game mm-hmm. and evaluate things, but. Um, the Steph Curry thing, I think it can be an interesting situation in, in the summer of 2022 because if you look at the Warriors right now, we, we, we're it's a lot of uncertainty with Clay Thompson's returning and, and being healthy. We don't know how Clay Thompson's going to return. Um, and that team is not – I don't really see their championship window being as big as it once was before all these different injuries. And you, you never know. Like the Lakers win this year, which I think they will, I mean, you're sitting there with a back-to-back champion. Then next year, I mean, Steph Curry's going to have to make a very big decision, man, because he's going to be right there on, you know, right there in his prime. And it's like, do you want to get some more championships, or do you want to stay in Golden State and and be a, a you know a mid a mid-pack team, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh seed every year? And that's where he's going to have to. And you know, th- those guys were born in the same hospital, Jason. The same <laughs> hospital. <laughs> Several years apart, though. Well, I don't even I, I gotta look up Curry's age. LeBron is 36. Let me just ask you that. 
you say Lakers win the title, and they, 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 I think they're still one of the favorites to win, if not the Nets. We'll talk about the Nets in a sec. But I, I look at the Lakers, and I listen, LeBron was hurt the first year he was with the Lakers. He was fine last year. They did have a four-month layoff, win the title. He's hurt again this year. LeBron is 36. I know he's a cyborg, but the reality is he's 36. And at this time, Cuffs, Bird had retired. Isaiah had retired. I mean, we see Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge are like ring chasers, and they're younger than LeBron. When do we start need to to accept like, hey, LeBron is old and he's not going to be what he was, even though two months ago this guy was the MVP leader. Yo, it, it's it's, it's going to sound funny, but I'm not saying this because me and Bron are are cool. Like LeBron is really created in a lab. Like this is a <laughs> this is like some this is like some Charles Xavier X Man stuff we watching in year 18. So the fact that he hurt his ankle and we're like, oh my god, he out for a few weeks. Like that's like. That's so abnormal to say LeBron is out for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. So, like, it's, it's very rare that we see him off the court. So, I, I just feel like with with so much, he put so much into his body, man. So much, so much time, energy, resources, and money into his body. That I think I think LeBron's gonna. I think LeBron's. You remember when Jordan was like 37, 38 on the Bulls? Yeah. And I mean, it was pretty much give Michael Jordan the ball in the low post, fadeaway jumper, every shot pretty much like True. yeah he wasn't he wasn't taking guys off the dribble he wasn't doing the same explosive stuff in his mid to late 30s it was a straight fadeaway mode pretty much the whole playoff series but lebron's going to be able to get the ball in those same spots on the court in, in his late 30s like 37 38 40 but he's going to be more of a magic johnson and i don't like to compare him to magic but i'm saying the, the court vision aspect of his yeah. game that part of his game I think that's going to extend his career. If he chooses to play in his 40s, like he'll still be able to average, you know, he still can average 20 points just off his skill set, you know, yeah. 20, 22 points a game. But his court vision is going to extend his career. And I think that's when you're going to see AD start to take over as that main, as that main thoroughbred player for the Lakers. And then, you know, the role player is going to step up. I think they're going to add like a third star. They, they know they have to add a third star. So hopefully – like Drummond, he'll probably stay around um, after this season. But I just think LeBron's prime is going to be longer mm. than some of the greats we've ever seen, like the Magic and Birds and, and Jordans of the world. Similarly to Tom Brady sticking around, he was going to play until yeah, he's like 50 Brady, now. <laughs> Brady, Brady's going to play – like Brady is so petty, man. Like Brady's going to play – he's really trying to – he's trying to play till he's like late, late 40s, man. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so quickly on the Nets cuffs um, – you know, I, I look at the situation. I have noticed you don't – you haven't said much about Kyrie Irving lately. This is a guy who's gone AWOL twice this season. Hey, man, I need to take some time off for personal reasons. I guess it was to celebrate his birthday. It still is unclear what he did. Earlier this season, just checked out, went on like, you know, a sabbatical or a week or whatever it is. How, are, how do we know Kyrie's not going to pull this stuff in the playoffs if things aren't going his way? We don't know, and that's that's the most unpredictable thing about – Kyrie Irving, we don't know. Like, like you said, he took some PTO time last week for his birthday. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I respect that. You know, people do that at their regular jobs. Like, yo, I need a day off, so let me go party. But like, I just think it's fascinating watching the Brooklyn Nets right now with with some of the moves they made. Uh, you know, I'm on record as, as calling them the stack debt 2.0. Yes. <laughs> um, like we we've never seen a team this stack, and like. And me and Kevin Durant discuss this almost every day. Like, 
the fact that he comes to me when I say that lets me know it's true. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. if I if I call y'all the stack deck and you and you're not the stack deck, then you would just sit there and say, okay, it doesn't apply to me. I know, but are, but wait, are, wait, when you say stack, do you think this team is better than the Warriors with KD? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye guy and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Curry, Clay, and all that? Oh, without a doubt. Oh, I mean, wow. No, okay. no, 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 no. They're better than the Warriors. They're better than the war- The 73-9 and nine Warriors without KD. Oh, they're oh. better than that team. Yeah. The team, the, the the seventy three and nine Warriors when they added Kevin Durant in twenty seventeen, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, when they added Kevin Durant, that's the greatest team that's ever been assembled in the NBA. Right, From I would agree. The, the starting five, the bench, the Iguodala coming off the bench, the role players. It was it was perfectly executed. Yeah. They team. only lost one um, playoff game. Yeah, exactly. So. We've never seen anything like that, but this team right here is very stacked because the reason I say that you have you have two MVPs in the starting lineup. Yeah, not not past MVPs like five ten years ago. You have guys that won the MVP pretty currently, like pretty current. Yeah. So and Kyrie was an MVP candidate this year before he took you know his sabbaticals here and there. So like we've never seen a team a roster like this because Lamarcus Aldridge is still a very good player. Like he's he's not the player he was in his 
mid-20s, but he still can give you 20 and 10 on any given night. Yeah. And Blake Griffin, I mean, he's nowhere near the same player he was, but that's still a, a, a very good pro compared to some of the guys you're going to face in the playoffs. And, and like I said, when Jeff Green, who's a very good player in the playoffs, he's proven that. Um, when Jeff Green is like your ninth option, man, your team is set. <laughs> your right. team is set. Yeah, all right. So, uh, listen, there's a lot more to talk about with Cuffs, but uh, we got to get to commercial Cuffs. I know you're a big anti-Brad Stevens guy, uh, Danny Ainge as well. We'll talk about that when they're in the playoffs, and I'm telling you right now, if they face the Nets, they will push them to at least six. A fully Who's healthy Celtics? Nets. Yeah, Celtics team. I, I like the Celtics team a lot. Uh, yeah, I know you're I, laughing. I know you don't you don't believe it. Yeah. We'll talk to you during the playoffs, Cuffs. Uh, yeah, good stuff hey, as we, usual. We, we, we can do it again anytime. Thanks Dave. for taking the time, man. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, that was AKA Cuffs the Legend. He is a North Carolina guy. He tries to stay a little bit anonymous. I know a little bit about him, but uh, he's got some good stuff on the NBA. I, I, I like it. Um, I know even an NBA, I don't want to say hater because Gavin's not an NBA hater. He just doesn't <laughs> love regular season NBA. I, I just like some of the stuff, the insights he brings. Oh, yeah. Um, he, you know, uh, he, he just casually dropping a curse word in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Listen, shout out to DMX. Hope he pulls through. TMZ reporting that DMX is in really, 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 really bad shape after an overdose. Obviously a big DMX fan here. I'm not going to speak about him Outside of the rap booth, uh, he's done a bunch of bad things, but you know, who hasn't? And uh, and he's still pretty young. How old is DMX? Like 45, maybe? Um, at any rate, hope he pulls through. Uh, DMX is... Oh, he's 50. Wow, okay. Um, hmm. Hardcore rapper, DMX, in trouble. Um, all right, so real quick, we'll button up Cuffs the Legend. I think his Curry thing is fascinating. And, you know, you think about Curry, and he's one of the seminal athletes in, I think you can now say Bay Area history. Gavin, I don't know that he's there with Montana, but. Curry, I think, I mean, he's, for sure he's basketball. He's got to be close. For right. sure basketball. I'm just talking overall Bay Area. Yeah. Like, you think of the biggest names out there, whatever guy from the San Francisco Giants, 49ers, like what he's done to the Warriors. Remember, think about the Warriors before he did got them a title. Yeah, like they yeah. were nothing. They never won anything. I don't think they even. Maybe in the seventies they went to the finals. I don't know. And Curry put them on the map. They get a new stadium. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but they have a. They just sold us like five percent minority stake, for, and the the franchise is valued at five point five billion. That's like right there with the Lakers and Knicks. Like that's all driven by Curry. Now I know he hasn't will, won a Finals MVP, but well, I will say also the Bay Area, San Francisco, particularly. That's a that'll never not be a Niners town. Like that's yes. the number one. The Warriors, great story. Um, I think a lot of people nationally look at it as, oh well, he was on a stack team with yeah. four All Stars, and but um, but yeah, I I know he means a lot to that area. Yeah. Um, I, I it, it, whether or not Curry ends up on the Lakers is it fascinating. I can't imagine the Warriors letting him go, and it would probably be a bit of a selfish look for Curry, who's been like a stand up guy his entire career, but. You got to do what you got to do. All right, let's move to the NFL. So I'm going to play some audio for you. I'm not going to uh, impact what you hear listening to this. 
with my thoughts. I'll let you hear it first, and then I'll chime in. So Justin Fields, the Ohio State quarterback, there was something negatively reported about him this week. It came courtesy of Dan Orlovsky, who's not a reporter, but he hears things. Here is what Dan Orlovsky, former Detroit Lions quarterback, heard about Justin Fields. I have heard that he is a last guy in, first guy out type of quarterback. Like, not the maniacal work ethic. I've even heard it compared to Justin Herbert, where it was like, dude, when Justin Herbert showed up, it was like a psychopath when it came to working to get ready for the draft or or even at school. Like, give me more. I want to work nonstop. And I've heard that there are some questions with Justin Fields' work ethic. Hmm. Okay. We all hear stuff. Is it fair to Justin Fields to put that out there if you're uh, Dan Orlovsky? Like, listen, part of your job in the media is to get people talking. At what cost is the question? So, first of all, you've got Justin Fields throws six TDs against Clemson, and all of a sudden, January, whatever day that was, January 1, 2, whatever. Oh, Justin Fields could be the number one pick. Fast forward three months. The Justin Fields slander begins. Is it slander? I don't know. Uh, Ohio State coaches can vouch for that. The players, they're there. Orlovsky wasn't there. He don't know. He's just hearing things. Is that secondhand, thirdhand? He didn't clarify. Justin Fields, now the chatter at three is Mac Jones or Trey Lance. And Justin Fields is slip sliding down to eight, nine, ten, maybe 15. I don't know. And it's it, it just, it's got to suck to be Justin Fields right now. You know, the, the character assassination is coming and you can't jump up or, and say stuff where you've got thin skin. Now, Kevin Durant can because he is in, I don't, I-D-G-A-F or whatever the, the letter is, acronym is for, I don't, you know, give a hoot. Um, and in the NFL, you just, you, that's not done. That's not how things are done. It's a little old school. So what is Fields to do? I mean, if I'm a coworker of Justin Fields, uh, if I'm a former coach of Justin Fields, I'd probably step up and say something. Like, this is total hoot nanny. I think I said that right. I really struggle understanding this thing where athletes can't be criticized anymore. You followed sports in the 90s. A sports writer used to bash their own players. Now you cannot get a job on a beat. If you do that, you won't get access, especially in college. Yeah. You will get shunned if a coach sees what you wrote and doesn't like it. Justin Herbert got slandered all offseason last year about his leadership. You know what? He balled out, had the best rookie season a quarterback has ever had. No one's saying anything bad about him. So Justin Fields, you want to prove Dan Orlovsky or anyone slandering you wrong, go do it on the field. That's a very good point. We're, yeah. We have a guest coming up now. We'll, we'll get back to this. I, I like this topic. Uh, so coming up next, we have a lawyer coming to check in on the Deshaun Watson. I said morass. I don't know if that's the right word for it. It's certainly a disaster, a debacle, a mess. Uh, that's next. But first, here's Isaac Lowenkron with What's Trending. Jason, the countdown is on to the start of the Final Four in Indianapolis. It tips off this evening, 514 Eastern. All-Texas matchup between Baylor and Houston. That'll be followed at 834 Eastern 
by Gonzaga taking on UCLA. Big upset Friday night in the NCAA Women's Final Four. Arizona stunning one seed UConn 69-59 and making it an all-Pac-12 national championship game. They'll be taking on Stanford after the Cardinal knocked off South Carolina 66-65. In Major League Baseball on Friday night, the world champion Los Angeles Dodgers went against Colorado 11-6. Trevor Bauer, 10 strikeouts, had a no-hitter going through six innings in his Dodgers debut. In the NBA on Friday night, Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 47 points on 18 of 21 shooting from the field as Milwaukee won at Portland by 18. The Jazz knocked off the Bulls 113-106, a franchise record 21-game home winning streak for Utah. A five-game winning streak for Phoenix. Suns over the Thunder 140-103. Kyle Kuzma season high 30 points in the Los Angeles Lakers 115-94 victory at Sacramento. And finally, in case you missed it earlier right now, it's the number one trending topic on Twitter in America, this morning, the first trailer dropping for Space Jam 2, starring LeBron James. We're going to play you the first 30 seconds, and to describe the scene for you, it's LeBron getting into an argument with his son in the movie. Then they get on an elevator that turns out to transport them to an alternate universe. Listen. Basketball camp is next weekend. You got amazing potential on the court, and I can help you get there. It's not what I want, Dad. You never let me do what I want to do. You never let me just do me. Hold up. Wrong floor. Bet Will Smith ain't got to deal with this. Dad! Down! What in the Matrix hell? Also, later in the trailer, there's a screenshot of LeBron making out the roster of the characters he wants as his teammates, including Superman, Gandalf, King Kong, and the Iron Giant. And that's led to such comments on Twitter as this one from Travis, who posts, quote, Typical LeBron asking for Superman, Gandalf, the Iron Giant, because he can't win with a hometown team. Michael Jordan took it to the Monstars with Bugs, Daffy, and a half-drunk Bill Murray, unquote. So LeBron even getting criticism in the imaginary Space Jam universe, Jason. <laughs> well said, Isaac. Thank you. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, Jason McIntyre. Our next guest coming up on the show, he has a podcast Conduct detrimental. He knows all things law, and, you know, it just so happens Deshaun Watson's going through something right now. Dan Lust, sports attorney, joining the show. Dan, how are you, man? I'm good, Jason. Yeah, this is, uh, we'll say it's quite the time to be in sports law with uh, everything going on. Yeah, you are going to be in high demand here for, I don't know, the next month, two months, as this Deshaun Watson saga plays out. Let's start with the latest news in that one, okay, so 21 civil suits filed against Deshaun Watson. One finally came out, uh, a criminal investigation has been opened by the police into Watson's behavior from a masseuse. Um, how do you read this one woman coming out with the criminal um, uh, case against Watson? So it's, it's a big development. I want people to just keep in mind that up until this point, we have only civil charges, civil, civil cases that are filed. 
And as we say in the law, there is no bar to the courthouse steps in a civil case. Anybody can sue anyone for anything. There is no bar, right? There doesn't have to be a DA's office that puts their stamp of approval on a case. Now, a police department, the DA's office, they can't really go forward with criminal charges until there's a cooperating witness. And some of the, you know, we'll say the problematic comments of uh, Tony Busby, the victim for, or the attorney for these 21 victims, he essentially said this week that he is not going to cooperate with the Houston Police Department. So they can't start a formal investigation until someone, a victim, comes forward with a criminal police report, a criminal complaint. Um, and that's what happened yesterday. Uh, I don't, we don't know who this individual is, if they're one of the 21 that has already retained Tony Busby, or if it's now a 22nd individual that has tried to start some type of legal proceeding. But this is now, as of yesterday, the first time the Houston Police Department has actually opened up a criminal investigation in which criminal charges could result. So it's potentially the first domino to fall uh, on the criminal case being started. Okay, so, you know, and again, I don't want to get myself in any trouble here. You know, Dan... I, it's it's just difficult for me to come out with a strong opinion here. And, I, and I've said um, all week, like, you don't need to have a strong opinion. It's okay to say, I don't know what to make of this. Now, you're the expert. You've been dealing with law for many, many years, decades. When someone, something wacky comes out like this, 21 civil lawsuits against someone who, best I could tell, Deshaun Watts has ever had a parking ticket uh, at Clemson, in high school, in the pros. All of this has stemmed from, like, basically as I, the last, like, I don't know, six to eight months. How do you read this when you see 21 civil lawsuits, no criminal until the one that was came out yesterday? So I'll say, I'll say it's odd, and, that's an, and I'm with you, Jason. I've, I've done hits, and I've just tried to be very clear, right? These are civil charges. This doesn't, you know, no DA's office has put their stamp of approval on this case. Um, and just so people are aware, and the best way I explain this, there is the O.J. Simpson case, which is the easiest way to describe civil versus criminal charges. In order to get a criminal conviction, there's something called proof beyond a reasonable doubt. And as we're sports fans, I'm a, you know, I'm a betting guy. You probably have to win and like, like a 90% chance of winning. That's the only way the DA is going to take the case. And that's how an O.J. Simpson can lose in criminal court, right? Maybe it's not 90%, yes. but he can, he can you know, uh, then uh, basically uh, get uh, made he found culpable in civil court because that's like 51%, something called beyond a, it's a preponderance of the evidence. So, you know, if it's between 50 and 90, you can lose on a civil case, but you can beat criminal charges. So if and when a DA's office takes the case, that'll tell you a lot. That'll tell you that they think they can get a guilty conviction 90%. So right now, I think the odd thing, Jason, to your question, is that there are 21 cases before a criminal investigation was even started, right? It's just, it's just odd. Um, my firm does civil work. We do criminal work. It's very few instances where if you have a potential criminal case that you wouldn't want to go to the police department. The police can be your best friend, right? And they can really help you in an investigation. They can get subpoenas. They can get a lot of information that you can't get on the civil end. So I don't know what you want to read into it, but it's odd that Tony Busby at no point went to the Houston Police Department. Yeah. It's also odd that Tony Busby says he has a conflict with the Houston Police Department <laughs> because he ran for mayor and told the police chief to step down. And, you know, he's essentially saying, hey, the Houston Police Department doesn't like me. So then it's also odd that Tony Busby would take this case if he knows that the Houston Police Department doesn't like him. Yeah. So, well, a lot of oddities. It's, it's totally mm. fair to read into that. Okay. Uh, and again, I, I don't want to anger any of the listeners, although somebody's going to get upset when you hear this. But w- when somebody says, I'm filing a civil suit, 
is that at the at the basis nature he said versus she said? Um, yes and no, not okay. necessarily. Right. Um, but with these the nature of these allegations, that's what it's going to come down to. It's it's you know assuming the massages happened, and I think we have DMs and texts that'll help establish that that timeline. But then it's a matter of what will happen behind closed doors. Right. And, I, and I think, Jason, just so people are aware, not necessarily he said, she said. It's what the victim subjectively believes in their mind occurred. Mm. So Watson can think something. But if the victim feels that they were being coerced or forced, it doesn't really matter what Watson says. It's how the victim felt. So it doesn't matter if there's video. If the victim feels that something happened, um, it's going to be up to a jury to decide. And this is why I've, I've tried to be vocal about this. I think Tony Busby is an odd choice for this case and a case that comes down to right what the victim was subjectively thinking, because as the public conscience, I don't think Tony has done so much in the, in the court of public opinion to engender credibility for himself. But right? mm. if you go to a trial and Tony Busby gives the opening argument, right, he's the mouthpiece for these alleged victims. It doesn't really look that good. Right. So he's not really doing uh, his victims a favor. Right. And if Deshaun Watson gets off, Maybe it's because Tony Busby put his foot in his mouth right. too many times. And I don't, I don't think anyone's okay with that result, right? right? We want the truth to come out one way or the other. But I, I guess the counter would be, well, and this is everyone's, you know, zoom out look at the Deshaun Watson case. Why does a guy have 40 different women giving him massages? That's like the obvious. Uh, now, he's had 18 or so come out and say, he, I've given him massages, it's no big deal. And then you have 21 saying, I had an, a problem with it. And just based on that alone... Is it- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tony Busby, you know, getting people to think like something's up with Watson. We don't know what, but something is amiss if 40 people give him a massage and half of them say it was a bad experience? See, this I put the poll up on Twitter. I mean, I, I, I'm curious to see what, what people think about that exact question because we only got to 40 because Rusty Harden, who is no stranger to high-profile athletes taking yes. on their cases, he had James Harden, Roger Clemens, Adrian Peterson. The guy, the guy knows the handbook, right? And his best shot that he's putting forward is, hey, wait a minute. Before you, you start taking the judgment of 21 victims who, you know, alleged victims who say that something bad happened, here are 18 that say that they've given a massage and nothing bad happened. But, you know, to me, looking at a very high level, I'm with you. I don't really know if that helps this case. Hey, now we have 40 different masseuses. So, I, I mean, I don't, you know, my, my wife, you know, she's very particular about who does her nails, right, who gets her hair cut. And I'm yes. sure you're like me. I like the same barber, right, uh-huh. the same guy. 40 is a little bit of a red flag. Does it mean the guy's guilty? Does it mean he's culpable in civil court? No, no. but these are going to be human beings that decide the case, either a civil jury or a criminal jury, and they're human beings, right? They want to know that question. How does that make sense in everything? Is Watson very picky, right? Or is it something a little darker? And I think that's a totally valid question. Yeah. All right, so he, he is Dan Lust uh, on Twitter. He's at Sports Law Lust. Dan, uh, listen, great stuff. I'm kind of with you. I don't know what to make of this, but I'm sure this is not the last time we'll have you on. This thing seems like it's going to play out over several months. Uh, Take care and good luck. Thanks. Always a pleasure. All right. Dan Lust. It's a complicated case. I I don't want to say the wrong thing and somebody listens to it on the radio, driving their kids to soccer practice, and then, you know, tries to blast me. Like, I'm going to stick with this. I don't know. I'm not ready to say he's guilty or innocent. I don't think there's enough info. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Boy, I didn't realize the Justin Fields topic was so polarizing. So the studio works like I'm in one room, I have a glass, I can see through to Gavin and Sam. And sometimes they'll come in in between. Do we talk about stuff, what we have coming up, thoughts, blah, blah, blah. How's your weekend? Gavin got engaged. Iowa Sam, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and Iowa Sam is mostly close to the vest on a lot of these topics. He likes to stay out of the discourse. And he doesn't like when I bring his name up. So he comes in in between. He's like, I don't get this Justin Fields thing. And I know when Iowa Sam does that, <laughs> it's like, ooh, we've got some red meat here. Because he's like the listener you want who's rolling through 
and like likes sports and is into it. And you got to, it's tough to find topics that really get him fired up. It's fair to say Justin uh, Fields has you fired up. <laughs> I will just say that uh, a couple, last couple of weeks, you've been bringing up my personal life, which can, can remain off the air. But otherwise, I love chiming in. I love when you bring me up. But uh, it, I just think of it as this that every year we have former quarterbacks who do a lot of talking, a lot of writing about uh, prospects in the field. And I, it's a little bit of hearsay here from Dan Orlovsky. But this is this is run of the mill stuff for me. I mean, he's just reporting on and talking about stuff that he's heard through the grapevine. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal to say this type of stuff. Yes, it 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 shines a, a poor light on uh, Fields' work ethic. But I think this is you know Dan Orlovsky does a lot of talking and a lot of writing at this time of year. Right. So here is uh, and again, I'm not saying I believe this. I just think the other side of the vantage point is this: How many days has Dan Orlovsky spent in Ohio in Columbus monitoring this? Probably zero, but he doesn't have to. He talks to a lot of people. Dan Orlowski, obviously white. Justin Fields, obviously African-American. And we're in an era right now where if you say the wrong thing on social media, everybody's going to flip out and call you a racist. Bill Simmons was painted as a racist for something like a year ago. I don't even remember what it was. But it was like, ooh. Remember the New York Times like wrote about something Bill Simmons said and like the amount of podcasters he has? Something nonsense. I'm like, I know Bill Simmons. He's not racist. Come on. And I, the, the little I know about Dan Orlovsky, he's not racist. I don't think this was a racist statement. He clearly heard this from some team. And then the question becomes is like, well, was there an agenda behind why this was said? Justin Fields has been a quarterback for three years. He was at Georgia. He transferred to Ohio State. He's been the starter for two years at Ohio State. This has never come out. Justin Fields, by the way, I don't think he pushed back, did he? I didn't honestly, Jason, I didn't know this was even becoming a racist thing. That's it. That's embarrassing. Anyone who thinks right. that criticism in your own medium, Dan Orlovsky works in sports media. He is talking about an athlete in sport. If they cannot be criticized, then this shouldn't even be an industry. Yeah. That's insane. I don't think it's Fields or his people. It's probably just the fans. Think about it this way. Remember when Stephen A. Smith said that uh, um, he said uh, something Dwayne Haskins was a running quarterback. Now, the truth is that if a white guy says that, that's racist, right? The truth is that Stephen A. Smith didn't know what he was he talking about. He just has about. no idea what he He had no about, idea yeah. what he was talking about with Dwayne, uh, with Dwayne Haskins. Sometimes the obvious answer is the correct one. Dan Orlovsky is repeating what he heard. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's nothing more. I, I will say, I, I I just don't understand how Justin Fields is all of a sudden like damaged goods. Did you also see that? Like, I am surprised by that as well. He was the number two quarterback all the, the entire way. season. The, yeah. All and the now way. all of a sudden he's like number five. Yeah. Zach Wilson is without a doubt going number two. Yes. No doubt. And and I guess the the weird part of this is, the rise of Mac Jones. And yes. Listen, Iowa Sam, I, I already asked you this. Mac Jones, you watch a lot of college football. At any point, did you think Mac Jones looks better than Justin Fields? In the last year and change. He doesn't have the wheels. He doesn't have anything. Fields. He has I mean, nothing. He does nothing better than Justin Fields. So why all of a sudden is he maybe going three to San Fran? Fit for the scheme? I, is it something Mac Jones? has shown at his pro day? Like, this idea that Justin Fields didn't look great at at his pro day. 
Dude, you've got 20, I think 22 games or 27 games that he started as a starter in college football, like games that actually matter against Clemson and the like. And you're saying he didn't look good at his pro day? I, I, it just does, something doesn't add up. And if Justin Fields is a dog, hey, maybe he's a dog. Now, why didn't he win the starting job at, at, uh, at um, where, where was he? Uh, Georgia. Why didn't he win the starting job at Georgia? I don't know. We'll talk about it next hour, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. High noon on the East Coast, boys and girls. It's me, Jason McIntyre, Fox Sports Radio. It's 9 a.m. out here on the West Coast. Hope everybody's having a phenomenal Easter weekend. My dad was texting me. He's like, you need to watch the movie Ben-Hur this weekend. Have you guys seen Ben-Hur? I, the weirdest thing is my dad texted me about Ben-Hur last really? night. Really? And wow. I think, yeah, there is an Easter connection there. Yes, there certainly so, yeah. is. And then I was like, listen. Never that's heard a, of that's a, <laughs> Oh, that's, that's slander. A, I think Charlton Heston, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's Absolutely. like a three-hour movie. I just and I a long it. movie, but you know what? You know what's longer is Justice League, and Justice League is terrible. So don't The Zack Snyder that's thing? That's the Zack yeah, Snyder four-hour. Yeah. Oh. I, uh... Garbage! <laughs> <laughs> was that me saying garbage or someone else? No, that was Mr. Gundy. Jeff Mike Gundy? Gundy. No, Mike oh, Gundy. Mike Gundy. Yeah. I'm Oklahoma 40. State. Um, yeah, so my dad's like, okay, fine. Well, if you don't want to watch the full Charlton Heston movie, you can watch the one scene where they refuse to give Ben-Hur water, and then Jesus, you don't see his face, he doesn't say anything, comes up and gives him water. And it's like a powerful scene. And I did watch it on YouTube, and it was pretty cool. Um... I don't know. It's Easter weekend. I just thought I'd kind of bring that up. Gavin and I were having an OnlyFans discussion uh, during the break. What? I don't know if that's suitable for radio. <laughs> I don't know if that came out right. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Listen, um, I, I'm not subscribed to any of that. I'm not paying for that stuff. Uh, but I will just say, the world is changing. And there is a, a connection between the Justin Fields stuff and OnlyFans. I don't really know what it is yet. It's an unrefined take. But... Just the world is changing. That's it, it, rapidly. And social media is doing a ton of it. And it, it's so funny because when the internet came out, it was the coolest thing ever. Oh, my gosh. You could just go into chat rooms and yell at people and say whatever you want. No, it's so funny. You can just go and just say whatever the heck you want to people on the internet. And then, you know, the internet started to grow up a little bit. And that's when I realized, ooh, I can capitalize on this. And I started a blog as newspapers were kind of trending downward. And I was able to get in. Now, remember, I started the blog anonymously. But that was before Twitter and Facebook, uh, not before Facebook, Twitter and Instagram hadn't popped yet. And anonymity was kind of cool because I was doing it, I thought, the right way. I wasn't slandering. I was using my anonymity to report stuff, mostly on sports media, what I had heard And then eventually, you know, whatever, I put my name on the site, Sports Illustrated, wrote about it, blah, blah, blah. Sold the site. Then the internet started to, like, grow up. I'm I'm still using 1995 as a base point for the internet, but that's probably still not right. It would probably be, what, 1999? Because then in 2000, there was the crash and all that. So, I don't know. The way I view it is 
the internet is kind of growing up and maturing, and we kind of need to grow up and mature with it. And I, it's a, it's weird how the maturation is happening, because, you know, and Gavin, this is a this is a great point that he made to me, and I don't know how to say this. If I don't hope this doesn't come off disingenuous, but he asked me, can you be the same on the radio and say the same stuff on social media? And I told him straight up, no. I can say stuff on this show that I would not tweet out. And why is that? Because on the radio, you can use this thing called context and you can explain your thoughts for three or four minutes and use analogies and you can go deep. Tweets are short and they're flippant. And if you put it out there, it can be misconstrued so easily because of one word you used or didn't use. Character limit. And without providing context, some stuff, yeah, it's going to sound really stupid and bad. And people just see it and have a visceral instant reaction. And this is why I think about two years ago, I started using Twitter less. You can get fired for tweets. I mean, on the radio, I can take stuff back instantly. Oh, I'm, I to come off like an idiot. You can provide context. You can go deeper, right? And you can't do that on social media. There is Nuance does not exist. Social media is black and white. That's it. There's no in-between. There's no gray area. And I, you know, when this Atlanta All-Star game thing happened yesterday, I, you know, I saw the statement and I said, you know, good for MLB. They made their decision. And so many people took this as, I can't believe you're saying that. Cancel culture, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And instantly it was a flurry of, what about the NBA in China? You know, and like all this nonsense. And I'm like, guys, can we take a deep breath? And then I realized, oh, it was the tweet and people reacted to it. And like, we can have a real discussion about Atlanta and the All-Star game here and go back and forth and bring on a guest and provide nuance and depth and context. And like, you just can't do that on social media. You could do it on Facebook and write like seven paragraphs about it, but nobody reads that. You know, it's Facebook. You're just scrolling through looking for birthday pictures and you know, photos of kids and weddings and stuff like that. That's all they're doing. And, like, I'm of the firm belief that, you know, Major League Baseball has its right. It's it, it's a league. It can kowtow to the corporate sponsors and do whatever the hell it wants. It, it, it can decide, we're going to pull the All-Star game out. Good for them. They made a decision. Guess what? They've got to live with that decision. The teams, Atlanta Braves are ticked. Are there fans in Atlanta who were excited to go to the All-Star game? You're damn right there are. Are there a bunch of Republicans who are ticked off that they did this and they're going to vent about it? Of course. So MLB, like, good for them. They made a decision. They now have to live with it. Was it the right decision? You know, I got to be honest. One of the open tabs I have right here on my computer is the New York Times breakdown of Georgia's voting law. I'm not going to lie, guys. I, I'm not reading 98 pages on voting law. 
Zero chance I'm doing that. Will I read a Cliff Notes version? You're damn right I will. So I looked at the New York Times Cliff Notes version. And I know you're going to stop me and you're in your car and you're saying, Jay, 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 stop. Stop. It's the New York Times. Of course they're going to be slanted. Well, can you really be slanted on voting law? Okay, fine. Where am I going to read the Cliff Notes version that's unslanted? Who's got that for me? Anybody? What about the Wall Street Journal? Is that fair enough? Do I need to go to BuzzFeed? Like, what is the site where I'm going to get it? Because I'm not reading the voting law. And neither are you, so don't lie to me. You're not. Now, we have some audio. This is the uh, audio, right? Mike McCarthy, front office sports. And, you know, full disclosure, I know Mike. He's written about me before when he's written about the media. Um, I know I don't talk to him or feed him stuff. I, I, I don't. Here's his thoughts on Atlanta losing the MLB All-Star game. I think absolutely we're going to see sports and politics entwined even more. You're going to have, you know, groups. And, I mean, Joe Biden was on ESPN the other night, you know, uh, speaking out about it. However, you know what I mean, and I'm one of the few people in the media who's willing to say this, I do think there's blowback from it. Anytime you delve into politics as a corporation or a corporate entity, you risk alienating half the audience. And I think there was a recent survey in like the last week or two ago that said, you know, viewers have stopped watching certain sports or, or stopped participating as much because they were sick of the creeping intrusion of politics into sports. I think the leagues recognize this. I mean, you know, Adam Silver has come out and said they're going to tone down the politics. You know, when, when Joe Biden has been in office for a month, you know, gets up and starts saying, you know, sports should do this or that. What it adds up is to an insufferability factor. Yeah. Uh, TV viewers and Americans are tired of rich insufferable Hollywood celebrities lecturing them how to live their lives. You know, the moral high ground gets kind of slippery, particularly when you're not saying the same thing about China and other countries. You're just criticizing our own country. He's, uh, Mike McCarthy said that on David Gascon's podcast. It's a Fox, Fox Sports Radio podcast called The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller as well. Gascon, good guy. I know him. Uh, he's been with the Fox Sports Radio family a while, so check that. Check out that podcast. Um where I didn't like what McCarthy said was like, he's like, oh, but they're silent on China. Time out, Mike. The China stuff's really starting to irk me, guys. It is. And I know uh, Clay Travis, who I've known well, we're buddies. We haven't talked a lot in the last year. But he's been banging on the China stuff too. Listen, I need everybody to be consistent. That's fine. You want to bash the NBA for China? Great. Then look at your iPhone. Tell me where that was manufactured because the answer's China. And then look at the jeans you're wearing. Where were those made? Oh, yeah, China. And the bag you got your girlfriend or wife or your baby mama or your jump off or your side piece. Where was that bag made? If it was a high-end fashion bag, Marc Jacobs, Burberry, all that, that stuff's made in China. And the running shoes you're wearing, also made in China. So keep that same energy blasting the NBA for China as you do for Apple and Microsoft, and all these companies. I don't know about Microsoft. I shouldn't have said that. Nike, a million companies operate out of China too. So stop with the China stuff. I get it. What they're doing, the human rights stuff, it ain't good. I'm with you on that. But as I've said, and I've been consistent on this, you want to change the world, right? You want to change what's happening in China. Good. Let's start here. Change yourself. Fix your life. Then Work, work, wonder about your relatives. Make sure they're good. Then go outside your house, okay? Then go to the neighborhood. Go to the local level. Go to the regional, the state. 
national. We got a lot of stuff we got to clean up before we can worry about what's going on in China. And if you want to try to police the entire world, that's fine. Good luck with that. But we got a lot of crap we got to sort out here before we worry about China. And I, we can't worry about, you want to worry about China? What, else, what about other parts of the world where bad stuff's happening? And that's happening all over. So this whole like NBA in China, it's just so disingenuous and silly. Like, yes, it's bad. There's a million bad things going uh, Jason, on. Can we is, get is, some perspective? But the thing is, is that the NBA is bashing America, but they're not bashing China. Does, does that not well, make sense? Well, like I mean, they're, yeah. They're, they're bashing criticizing the- our policies, but they are not even close to as bad and as oppressive as China. But they are proudly touting their new relationships with China, expanding in China, yeah. MLB expanding in China. Well, why are you not talking about what they're doing? Well, I so think it's because critical. they would like to try, try to fix what's going on here in America. And I don't know about you. I think America right now, the last year, I know it's been a pandemic, but between riots in cities, um, a lot of ugly stuff went on in the Northwest. Um, not only race, but culture and the gap between the haves and the have-nots. There's a lot of problems here, and I so get it. So this decision saved, this fixed everything. This, it was not a divisive decision the by the MLB. MLB. The, oh, know, it was certainly not. divisive. Okay, so then how did it help? I don't know that it helped. Okay, so MLB is sending a signal that we are so disgusted with you, Atlanta, that we are going to give, We are you are not allowed to have an All-Star game, but you can still have a team. You can still. Well, you can't so, take the wait, team away. Why not? The team didn't do anything. The team didn't make the decision. But the team—it's not the team's fault that the the government. But the team doesn't control who gets the All Star game. The league decides where the All Star game rotates, so it goes to San Diego and then Colorado. I think John Paul Morosi said maybe it's going to Colorado. Like. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The league is running that. The team, Atlanta, the Braves, got shafted. They put out a statement. They're ticked off. They're unhappy with this. And I get that. Uh, you know, when MLB wades into this, Gavin, like, you instantly alienate half the audience, Right. Yeah, and I would say and that, that's in what, Atlanta, I don't know the baseball makeup of the fans there, but isn't the Atlanta Stadium in the Burbs? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not certain. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I, I know that one thing is um, how much money an All Star Game brings to yeah. a city. They hurt a lot of black and brown businesses down there yep. because of this policy. So now you know to go and again i you know the politics stuff i don't like but at this point this sadly, is inherently you can't help political it. this is it absolutely is. there's no so yeah. we've i read this story recently about you know where the republican party is headed and all this stuff and like people want to know they don't know they're trying to guess i guess you can use history as something of a guide in that the two party system has gone up and down you go back 300 200 years in america it's not always been two parties. There were three and there were four. And it, it, we've had a long two-party system for a while. And it seems like, as you see Virginia, which used to be a deeply red state, North Carolina, Texas, Arizona, G- Georgia, all these used to be heavily red states. And they're all starting to skew a little bit more blue. A little bit. Not all, but they're starting to get bluer. And it feels like Atlanta... Uh, I don't maybe Texas there are it's going to start to become political and where can you gain the votes is the sports fans they can swing an election we know Nick Saban is the most powerful man in the state uh, for a while Urban Meyer right was the most powerful guy in Ohio if he said I'm voting this way there's a lot of Buckeyes fans they don't care about the policies they're listening to Urban Meyer and sports you know for a while we had done good Gavin keeping this out but I don't think it's possible going forward it stinks, right? I do, yeah. I, I kind of hate it. Uh, and, you know, being out here in California, I will say is weird. I used to be in Pennsylvania. And, you know, truth be told, I I didn't vote, you know, 2000, what was it, 2000? I think I voted the Al Gore one. That was the butterfly ballot. I, I don't even remember if I voted in 2004 or 2008. Maybe not even 2012. I just didn't really care. It's a thing now. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. That's not DMX, is it? Come on, Iowa Sam. DMX is on his deathbed. Oh, I do do like Young Jeezy. I am a fan of Young Jeezy's work. Uh, Got a good guest coming up here. Uh, in about five minutes, talk gambling on the final four. Uh, final four is today. I still find it odd that being out here in LA, the gate, the first game's at two fifteen, two fifteen, like in the afternoon. So like that's the middle of the day. You know, kids got sports. People want to go to the beach. It is spring break, so a lot of people are traveling. 
By the way, and I shouldn't, uh, who cares? So at spring break, this is how backward L.A. County is with the school stuff. You're not allowed for spring break to travel outside the state. If you travel outside the state, you have to quarantine for 10 days. We have that policy here as well. Uh, well, well, okay, okay. That, that, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, even if you're vaccinated, you still need the 10-day quarantine. Now, the parents vaccinated, obviously kids aren't vaccinated. But here's the kicker. What if you're doing a park tour going to Grand Canyon, Bryce Canyon, uh, what Yellowstone? These are all outdoors. You still have to quarantine for 10 days. So I'll just say, I know more than a handful of people who are leaving the state and they ain't telling the school. Exactly. Like how do, how do they, how does the school even know? Well, here's where, here's the risk. Are they tracking you? No, they're not. They're definitely not. Hopefully not. The, the fear is your kid. Oh, it was your spring break. And your kid says, Oh, Hawaii was awesome or whatever. You <laughs> know? Just say we took a virtual tour of Hawaii. Social media too. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. I said, Oh, so you can't post any of the pics on the gram and or Facebook. And they're like, Oh no, no, no. I think we'll do a throwback Thursday in like, you know, a month. Remember we went to Hawaii that one time. You know? <laughs> and I, I mean, listen, it, the vaccination stuff is happening. Like if the parents are vaccinated, there's almost little or no evidence of kids getting it, much less spreading it. And I said little to no, I'm not saying none at all. Um, you guys know we've been running these pickup basketball games for fourth graders and second graders for my kids' friends. Zero instances of the uh, of covid spreading. Now we do temperature checks which are whatever. Some of the kids wear masks, but it's outdoors. Come on. Jason, I think that the 10-day quarantine thing for traveling, it has to do with the children because the CDC now says that if you've been vaccinated, you don't need to quarantine or after if you've been exposed. Maybe actually, I don't know so much about the traveling thing, but they say that if you've been exposed, you can just go about your daily life, right? So, I guess that maybe kids because they're not vaccinated yet, it throws a wrench into all this in terms of travel and right. exposure. Well, I mean, listen, and- I, I, I'm very pro-vaccine, but I'm not letting my kids get it anytime soon. You know, I'm not getting, they're still testing the vaccine. And by the way, I think children can and do spread it. I mean, I think Th- they, they can, but there's not do. a lot of examples well, of it, right? I, yeah. Well, which we're still learning much about this, aren't we? I did read a doctor say this week that there has been no data that a person vaccinated can get covid that right, i saw that right is, now no. yeah so that's a very positive because that was one of our major concerns with easter coming up is hey look if if i have it can i not get it? that kind of a thing um because you don't want to spread it to your yeah. other family members so, one of the big problems and we we were on this early is the the messaging from the cdc has been total garbage and of course that's government screwing up big time again and listen you guys know i'm team fauci uh, obviously i like fauci He's stepped in it a couple times. And we're all going to step in it when you're step when you're out there, just like NBA players. After every game, they're on a Zoom call, and when you've got to talk about stuff every single night, of course you're going to step in it and say something dumb. And the CDC, you expect a little more out of these guys, and their messaging is just not consistent, you know. And I I, I saw that Gavin, the same thing you did about once you're vaccinated, you basically can't get it or spread it. And then someone else in the CDC said. Well, you there's a there's a small chance you can or something. It, it's just there's a weird thing, and then there was someone that went on the news basically saying we need to dangle the carrot of opening up states as as a as a you know this is why you need to get a vaccine. So there's like there's like mot- motives and stuff. But I will say one thing that was funny: we had our first indoor dining experience in oh, a, yeah. a year, 
And there was a moment where I went up to go to the bathroom and I didn't have my mask on. And it was such a weird feeling. And I, I went back and got it. But it's just there's going to be a time where we don't have to wear masks anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a learning thing of like, oh, wait, I don't need to. I can just go into this place yeah. without it. Well, no. the weird part is, OK, you're in the restaurant eating. No mask. You're not wearing a mask during the conversation at the table. But you've got to then put a mask on to go to the bathroom. What does that mean? That COVID could be in the bathroom? I, to me, it's like, a comfortability thing for the other person. Right, exactly. That's really and what you're moving it is. around. Zone, yeah. diff, moving from zone to zone of the restaurant. You know. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It just logically sounds, it seems of course. a little strange. Well, that, and that was what was driving me crazy over the summer was they were saying, wear a mask, even if you're walking alone outside and go, there's no yeah. science there. Yeah. That's not. I think I told you guys, my brother came in town. He was in Pennsylvania. And he's like, whoa, people are walking their dog wearing a mask. And they're not like, there's not like, we don't live in a, a city area in L.A. where there's people walking by on the sidewalk. People are courteous. If there's someone walking a dog, you maybe walk into the street and go around them. It's, uh, we don't live where there's a million cars driving around. And my brother was just stunned at the level of mask wearing out here. He's like, dude, Pennsylvania, nobody's wearing a mask. Yeah. They just roll into Home Depot. For, former uh, former uh, NFL offensive lineman Jeff Schwartz, who has a show on this network now, he was he lives in North Carolina and he came to LA. He's from LA. He's from the LA area and he's like, yeah, the, the whole wearing masks outside thing is just. He's like, nobody's doing that really in North Carolina. Nobody's doing it anywhere in the country. I mean, not anywhere, but <laughs> I, I'm with you on that. All right, coming up next, good guest Greg Peterson, Vsin host. Um, Going to talk about gambling and the Final Four later today. But first, here's Isaac Lowenkron with what's trending. Jason, the countdown is on to the start of the Final Four, 514 Eastern Time from Indianapolis. That's when Baylor and Houston will tip off, followed at 834 Eastern by Gonzaga against UCLA. We had a big upset in the women's Final Four last night. Arizona stunning one seed UConn, 69 to 59. So it's going to be an all Pac-12 national championship game. They'll take on Stanford, which defeated South Carolina 66 to 65. In Major League Baseball, the Athletic reporting that the Washington Nationals do not have any new positive COVID results from their latest round of testing. Remember, their first four games of the season against the Mets were postponed after four Nationals players tested positive. USA Basketball has just announced that Grant Hill is going to succeed Jerry Colangelo as the next managing director of the USA men's basketball national team after the upcoming Summer Olympic Games in Tokyo. Really big and intriguing news there just announced by USA Basketball again. Grant Hill succeeding Jerry Colangelo. Finally, it remains the number one Twitter trending topic in America right now. This morning, the first trailer dropped for the Space Jam sequel starring LeBron James. The trailer has already gotten 4.8 million views, including 200,000 views in the last 10 minutes alone. So we're going to play the first 30 seconds for you right here. And again, to describe it for you, LeBron James is having an argument with his son. His son, oddly enough, by the way, portrayed by Kevin Hart, which I thought was a no. Nice... No, I'm just kidding. Come on. I'm just being mean to Kevin Hart. But anyway, he's having an argument with his son. They get on an elevator, and the elevator transports them to an alternate universe. Listen. Basketball camp is next weekend. You got amazing potential on the court, and I can help you get there. That's not what I want, Dad. You never let me do what I want to do. You never let me just do me. Hold up. Wrong floor. 
bet Will Smith ain't got to deal with this. In the Matrix, hell. The reaction, Jason, pouring in on social media. This from at the goaded one. Y'all hold Space Jam up like it's a cinematic masterpiece. Bruh, it had like a 40% on Rotten Tomato and was mild AF. I'll leave it to you to uh, figure out what AF stood for there. And this from Roger, who tweeted, MJ took the roster of cartoon animals he was dealt and built them into a team capable of beating space aliens. LeBron needs to recruit all the most powerful characters from every movie in the Warner Brothers catalog to win. Absolutely changes the GOAT convo. That's the reaction from social media. Jason? Ah, yes. Thank you, Isaac. Unbelievable stuff, Isaac. You love this Space Jam trailer. I I just watched the trailer. It looks okay. I haven't seen the original Space Jam, so I'm late to it. I I, I believe the phrase is meh. That was my reaction, yeah. All right, back here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm joined now by Greg Peterson, VSIN host. He's also on the Hoopin' with Hoops podcast. Big college basketball guy. Trying to get in some final bets to win some money. Greg, how are you this morning? Jason, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, hey, man. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, I'll start with the lines. It looked like Baylor was trending upward, but I still see it at five, Gonzaga at 14. Do you see any value on either side, either with uh, the dogs or the favorites? I really like both favorites in this spot. I mean, we've all been wanting the big Gonzaga versus Baylor matchup really since the year 2020 because we thought we were going to be able to get this in the non-conference. It just wound up never materializing. And I do think that Baylor is just a bad matchup for Houston in general because you've got so much size with the wings. You've got a Baylor team that leads all college basketball when it comes to three-point shooting percentage. And with both of these teams, with regards to a points-per-possession basis basis for both Baylor and Gonzaga, one and two this season. And for UCLA, give them credit. They've been able to make a tremendous run in the NCAA tournament, but They've got nobody down low to really guard against your Timmy. And even out there in the backcourt, guys like Jalen Suggs, guys like Joel Ayayi. I mean, these guys are absolutely tremendous for Gonzaga. And with UCLA, I just don't know how they're going to be able to stay within a Gonzaga team in which one team ever since Gonzaga wound up playing against West Virginia in very early December has stayed within 14 points of this bunch. That would be BYU. So I do see value with both favorites. Interesting. So, uh, I, listen, I don't know a lot of Vegas guys willing to lay two touchdowns uh, with with anyone, whether it's football, basketball, whatever. I, I you know, we said a lot of the stuff you said about uh, you know UCLA not being able to hang with Gonzaga. I heard people say it about UCLA hanging with Alabama, and then with Michigan, and they won both those outright. Uh, I know a lot of it had to do with the free throw shooting defense, which is comical. Um, but if if you had to pick a dog to lean toward, would it be Houston or UCLA? I think it would be Houston. I can see a little bit more of a path to victory for Houston because they are a team that they do a great job of being able to shut down the three-pointers. You've got one of the best on-ball defenders in all of college basketball, Dijon Giroux. He has been dealing with a little bit of defense. He has been dealing with a little bit of an injury, but the defense has still been there for him. The offense has been a little bit more suspect. That's been a little bit of a bugaboo for Houston in this tournament in general. has been three-point shooting, but this is a team that they're built on defense, and with Houston as well. They do hit Baylor where they're a little bit weak. With Houston, they do a great job of being able to generate second and third chances, and 
with Baylor. They're not necessarily the best team at being able to rebound those misses. And with Baylor in a road and neutral court environment, they shoot in the neighborhood of about 65% at the free throw line. And that's something that could come back to haunt you if you wind up laying the points, say that it's like a four-point game with a minute left to go. We've seen how free throws can wind up impacting that. So if I would be taking a look at an underdog, I'd be looking at Houston before UCLA. Mm, interesting. We're talking with Greg Peterson, a VSIN host. Greg, yeah, let me ask you this. Uh, Houston's best defender is uh, Giroux, the, the kid. I, I, he reminds me a little bit of Corey Brewer with his length. Hey, we saw him hold down Buddy Beheim. We saw him can check the kid Thompson from Oregon State. He's a great defender. If you're Kelvin Sampson, do you put Giroux on Mitchell? You put him on uh, Teague, who had 22 in the last game. Do you put him on Butler, who led the Baylor in scoring this season? Where do you think Giroux starts the game, and do you think he ends up moving around? I do think that you start him on Mitchell, just right. because when you take a look at that matchup, Mitchell is really the guy that has been stirring the drink for Baylor all tournament. Long dishes out over five assists per game, so he really is the lifeblood to everything that Baylor is doing, and you probably do move him around a little bit. Say that Jared Butler becomes a high end. We've seen it with Macy Otigi. He had a tremendous game against Arkansas. I still go back to when the Baylor Bears wound up going up against Texas Tech to end the regular season, and he had a school record 10 threes. He's a guy that's able to heat up. So you'd be a little bit more versatile with him, but I would start him out on Mitchell just because with Davion Mitchell as well, he's probably the best defender as well. These two guys have a feeling might cancel each other out a little bit towards the beginning of the game. And then as the game goes along, it becomes a little bit more of a chess game between these two coaches. Uh, this is uh, one more question on this tournament, and then I'm going to surprise you with a final question there. Um, All right. I, I just, I'm curious about whether or not you, you like the first half under in UCLA-Gonzaga. First half unders have been extremely profitable this tournament, almost to the point that they're public now. I just wonder, Final Four, Gonzaga undefeated. UCLA been hearing they're the biggest story in the Final Four for the last four days. I'm sure, uh, you know, UCLA obviously has the largest fan base of any of the Final Four teams. I, I can see a slow start. I took a little nibble out of under 68 and a half. Any thoughts on that? With Gonzaga, they are a team that they have started out a couple games cold this season. We've noticed that in WCC play. I still remember games against, like, the Toreros of San Diego and Pacific, in which they wind up getting out of the gates a little bit cold, and then from there they wind up just going on a big run. I almost like them a little bit to the Golden State Warriors back in their heyday when mm. you would see the Golden State Warriors wind up having a little bit of a cold start, but it always felt like with the Warriors in the third quarter, it was really their time. And with Gonzaga, in this NCAA tournament, it has not been an issue. They wind up just completely blitzing USC. They wind up coming out against Creighton. And both teams were hitting absolutely everything in those two games, but they're a little bit prone to that. I personally want to take in this full game over. I wouldn't mm. necessarily advocate for an under in either side, but I would look at a first half under rather than a full game under yeah. just because with Gonzaga, I do think that their main forte when it comes to being able to generate offense is that they just close out that first half strong and then they come out in the beginning part of the second half and they just bury opponents. All right, Greg Peterson, VEASAN host. I'm going to wrap up with this. After the title, every year, I like to lay some futures because I try to read the tea leaves on what's happening for next year. I do that in the NFL, NBA, every sport. Have you looked at futures for college basketball next year? Does any team jump out? Or given this transfer situation where everybody's in the portal because you don't have to sit out a year, do you, are you just waiting for the dust to settle? 
I think this is a good year to really let the dust settle because what you're noticing with all four Final Four teams is that all four of them have benefited in the backcourt specifically from transfers. With Baylor, you've got a guy, Macy Oteague, who was a transfer, Adam Flagler, Jared Butler, Johnny Juzang, who has been the lifeblood of UCLA yeah. All-Tournament Law. He winds up coming over from Kentucky with Gonzaga. A couple fewer transfers, but it's still Andrew Nemard is a guy that wanted to begin his career at Florida. And then with Houston, both DeJean Giroux along with Clinton Grimes are guys that wound up beginning elsewhere. So I really do want to be taking a look at where some of these transfers are going to flash from. So I do think that it is very beneficial to wait a little bit because if you're looking at some of these gaudy prices, they're going to be there when it comes time that a lot of these guys are going to be making their decisions in April, May. So I think that it's best just to hold off a little bit more until, you know, just a little bit more about the coaching situation as well, yeah. because we know that there's some very high-profile names out there that are going to be looking for some work, and some very high-profile jobs are out there, too. All right. All right, good stuff. Greg Peterson, follow him on Twitter at GUnit81, VEASAN host, and the Hoopin' with Hoops podcast. Thanks a lot, Greg. Good luck this weekend. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everybody. Don't forget to check where you rank in Fox Sports Radio's M-Drive Million Dollar Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Perfect brackets are long gone, but still up for grabs. $1,000 for the listener in first, 300 for second place, and two bills for third. Frank F. is the listener currently in first place as we head into the Final Four. Congrats, Frank. TJ Hushmanzada has somehow overtaken me and leads the host bracket. Full standings are at foxsportsradio.com. It's the M-Drive Million Dollar Bracket Challenge. Refine your prime with M-Drive. I was in, I think, third after the opening weekend. Broussard was first. I have not checked to see uh, if I am still in the top five. Hoosh Manzada. It's a mess. Shout out to my guy, Hoosh. All right, coming up next, we will wrap up the show. Shout out to DMX. Get well soon, buddy. Uh, TMZ reporting that DMX OD'd last night. He's in a vegetative state. Obviously not good. Uh, it's been a good show. I don't mind going off the rails sometimes and we get into the sports politics. I don't mind a little bit of it. I won't do that on social media, but I don't mind doing it on the show because Gavin's passionate about it. Iowa Sam is like not that into it, but um, so not true. Do you, first of all, here's one <laughs> Gavin and Sam, do you guys do any newsletters? Do you subscribe to any? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I do a couple of football ones. Like okay. Sports ones. Iowa Sam, do you do any? Do I subscribe to newsletters? Yeah. Um, I have a subscription to sports-related stuff. Interesting. Oh, I yeah. meant like just free newsletters that oh, show up in your inbox every no, day. No, I just, man, I really try to minimize that stuff. I'm it with just gets, you. Okay. It's clutter. I recently saw, I, I saw something interesting about this thing called Morning Brew. So I subscribe to it. And it's free. It just shows up in your inbox. You don't want to read it. You just hit delete. And I started to read it every day. And you know what it feels like? A little like early Gawker. If you guys remember Gawker, I was in New York in like 2004, I guess, when Gawker popped. And Gawker was a must-read in New York every day. It was awesome. You start the day there, just smart writing, interesting stuff. Gawker ended up going off the rails, and they're defunct now. Hulk Hogan. Yes, Hulk Hogan sank them. Um, but this, I liked early Gawker. Anyways, Morning Brew has like a good catch-all of news. And this jumped out at me as it referred to uh, some of the political stuff we talked about. 
at least 55 of the largest companies in the U.S., including Nike, FedEx, and Salesforce, paid no federal corporate income tax in the most recent fiscal year. Now that, to me, is an issue. That's a major problem. Okay? Now I know that has nothing to do with sports. But don't talk to me about the NBA in China when we've got big issues like this looming in America. That, to me, is a major issue. Biggest companies in the U.S., and they pay no federal income tax. But we, the little guy, got to pay taxes out the nose. That, to me, is a big issue. So once we tackle that kind of stuff, I'm ready to dive into the other global stuff. And I know we're a global marketplace now, and the reason the NBA is awesome is because we're getting players from Europe, like Luka Doncic, and Giannis from um, Greece, and now we can get into a Jordan debate because guess what? Ain't nobody coming to the league in the 90s from Europe except, except for what? Tony Kukoc and Vlade Divac? Those guys couldn't sniff Luka Doncic's jockstrap. That's why Jordan played in the downtrodden expansion era 90s. And I know that ticks off a lot of NBA people when I say that. It's just truth telling, folks. Those are facts. You know that's my wheelhouse. I'll do, I mean, shucks, we might do have to do, Gavin, this summer, a three-hour Jordan-LeBron special where we just bring in B.J. Armstrong into the studio and he and I argue <laughs> for two hours. I do like, listen, it's all in good fun. It's subjective, so there's no wrong answer. It's basically uh, a debate. It's fun. And for whatever reason, we don't do this in the NFL. We don't hold quarterback from the 80s or 90s in regard that we hold NBA players from the 80s and 90s. It's very strange. I don't know the answer. Now, college basketball, we kind of do. Because those Duke-Kentucky teams, they were loaded. But the game done changed. You know? Like Christian Leitner, Bobby Hurley, they had like four NBA guys in their starting lineup. UNLV with Larry Johnson and Augman, Anderson Hunt, Greg Anthony. Go down a rabbit hole of UNLV videos from, I think, 90 and 91. That team was loaded. They won 45 games in a row. I would say, I know you're a college hoops guy. Go look at the UNLV Arkansas game from like February, right before UNLV um, went into the tournament and lost to Duke in the semifinals. That team was stacked. I'm talking with like NBA players. And you look now like Gonzaga's really good, but is Drew Timmy going to be a star in the NBA? Like, I, I like Corey Kispert. What is he? Jalen Suggs is supposed to be a big Jalen Suggs prospect. is awesome. I like him. By the way, he's plus 900 to win most outstanding player in the Final Four, which is stunning because there's like three Baylor guys who are like plus 500. Uh, I don't understand. Anyways, I bet Gonzaga, I went big on minus 13 and a half. Kind of regret it because that's a huge number. I took the under first half. I bet Baylor minus four and a half, Baylor minus five. In-game betting is huge. If Houston goes up early, I will be betting Baylor at a reduced number. Thanks, everybody. Gavin, Sam, Isaac, everybody. Talk to you next week. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Cameron Brank. CalHope is here for you with free mental health resources. Go to calhope.org to chat with a live person or call their warm line at 1-833-317-HOPE. Hope lives here in California. 
Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.